0: We're joined now by a very special guest, Matthew Witte, here to talk to us about uh, Red Stitch's upcoming production of Oil. How are you doing, uh, Matthew? And
1: how are you doing, Michael? Um, I'm very well, thanks. How are you guys?
0: Good, thanks. Um, Welcome to the show. So could you um, tell us a bit... No problem. Could you tell us a bit about Oil Um, and, uh, I suppose, the the character you play or or characters, I I think it might be a bit more complicated in the show, and how they fit within the story.
1: Oil is this beautiful, epic piece that kind of follows the age of oil, which is kind of what we're living in now. Um, You know, if you think about, like, the Iron Age or the Bronze Age, Mm. and this is kind of the oil age. Um, And it follows this amazing mother-daughter relationship through five distinct time periods. Yeah, so it starts off in, like, 1890 in Cornwall in England, Mm -hmm. then it moves to 1908 Persia, then 1970 London. And then two more that I won't give away. I'll leave a little bit to, to mystery. Um, nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's this beautiful, rich piece that yeah uses that mother-daughter relationship to look at how uh, oil has kind of influenced the world, really, and how it's controlled the world as well, yeah, throughout time.
2: Uh, so, Matthew, I was just wondering, being part of a large ensemble for oil... Yeah. Uh, for you as an actor, does that create more or less pressure?
1: I think no more or no less, actually, because the the pressure is on the actor or, or the writer to do their part or their job um, to the best of their ability to communicate the story. So, like, I'm in two... There are five long-form scenes, and I'm only in the first two. So after the first two, I get to sit backstage for two hours. But <laughs> the pressure for me to do that uh, first sort of hour of the show, you know, and to do it justice is just as big as it is for anyone else in the show, really.
2: Fair enough. Um, so yeah. for your uh, character in in the show, yep. I was just wondering how did you go about researching early nineteen hundreds England? Because obviously a lot of this information is available online, but I was just wondering if you went the extra mile in terms of books, documentaries?
1: Yeah, no, we did. We had books, we had documentaries. Um, so I, I did do most of my research online. Uh, so I play a British officer in 1908 in Persia, um, which is a very specific um, time period. It's when Britain went over to Persia and basically started taking their oil Um but under the guise of a private business, which later on in time became BP, British Petroleum. So it was a real learning curve historically because I didn't know that BP started as a private company in, in what is now Iran uh, as a way of getting their oil. So it's pretty it's fascinating to find all that out and, and to look at what it was like to be a man in that time doing that which is a pretty morally murky thing to be doing to put it lightly
2: <laughs> yeah that's fair enough I was also wondering just in terms of uh, dramatic research uh, yes. the the narrative of oil kind of hops through the decades as you were saying earlier and yep. you know there are movies like once upon a time in America uh, that also yep. kind of cover a long span of time I was just wondering if the kind of creators of the show instructed you to uh, watch films like that in for research?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the our director, Allah Caldwell, was amazing and brought a whole lot of research material to us, so documentary series, um, books as well. There's an amazing book called The Prize, which is about oil and its rise in, in kind of power. Um, so, yeah, reading that, watching the documentary that's based off that as well, but also looking at films like... Uh, There Will Be Blood, for instance, which is about oil. So, yeah, as an actor, you want to be as engaged in the world as possible. So, uh, like Once Upon a Time in America, and there will be blood of films that I know super well already. You just want to have as much in you that when something comes along, like, you know, read this character, you can draw from things that are kind of deep within you because you've consumed them over time.
0: Mm. So you talked about, I um, can't remember exactly what you said, but I, I guess like the, the morally shady things that um, the character you play uh, sort of engages with. Um, so yeah. how do you sort of, I guess, like get inside his head, like you know, play him? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How how do you sort of, I guess, like, yeah, to play him a- in a way that sort of doesn't judge him as such? Yeah, well, that's
1: right. Yeah. Uh, how do you empathise
0: with someone like that?
1: Yep. Yeah, you have to. You mm. simply have to. So, um there's a, I think Alan Rickman quote is that if you judge the character, you can't play it. So unless it's comedy, is sometimes I
0: suppose, but yes. yeah, yeah.
1: But but even then, you can't you can't judge. It. Even comedy is is so I find so closely tied to tragedy. And mm. my character actually has a lot of comedic moments. Um, mm. But yeah, the sorry to go back to the question, which was how do you empathise and not judge? Uh, I think it helps with a play like this because. That is a very real, although it's a fictional character. It's a real person who was there over in Iran, trying to get their oil, and justified it by saying that if we don't get this oil, when World War One comes about, we're in big trouble because we're overpowered by the by Germany. So it had it's a very very complicated thing, and what they did wasn't right, but they did. Managed to justify it, even though to look back now you'd say, "Wow, you actually just invaded Persia." <laughs> well, it's so it's so complicated.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. There's yeah. There's, yeah, there's always yeah. justifications. Um, don't have to be that's good, right, but, that's right. but yeah, it just just has to be one. So, could you tell us a yeah. bit about uh, Red Stitch in general and how you first um, got involved with them?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've I've been super lucky. Actually, this is my fifth show with Red Stitch. When I graduated drama school in 2012, which is a long, 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 long time ago now, um, I was lucky enough to be given the graduate ensemble member position, which they give to one actor who's graduated from, or two actors sometimes, who've graduated from an acting school that basically they're in touch with. Um, So yeah, I, I was given that position, which meant I was an ensemble member for the year of 2013. And in that time, got to do four incredible plays, which was just like extraordinary learning for my first year out of drama school. And then uh, this is actually my first show back since then. But yeah, I've been kind of in and around the company, I guess, dating back six years, which is crazily lucky.
0: How would you sort of compare the, um, like the, the role that you have in, in oil um, with the role that you had in the, the first production you did with them?
1: Extremely different. The first, the first production I did was set in a swimming pool, and it was four men in speedos battling over who would get to try and woo Homer, as in Homer's Odyssey's, sorry, Ulysses' wife. So it was this like bizarre Irish lyric, weird piece that was kind of amazing. Um, right. and in that, I played this like sensitive kind of poet character. Which is pretty different to the um, representation, the kind of the worst representation of colonialism that I play and oppression that I play in this play.
0: Hmm, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Matthew. Um, were there any last That's things? An you to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, any last things you wanted to say about oil?
1: Uh, no. Yeah. Beyond the fact that it's a fantastic piece. Um, hmm. Yeah, and we're having an amazing time doing it. Yeah.
2: When and where can uh, attendees see the show?
1: Yeah, so it's at Red Stitch's new space, right. which is at 27A Cromwell Road, South Yarra. Yeah, you can see it from Wednesday to Sunday night. Uh, 6.30 starts on Wednesday and Sunday, and 8pm starts on Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
0: Great, until um, the 15th of December.
1: That's it, yeah. Yeah. It's so running for just under a month from now. Terrific. Right. Well, thank you for your time, Matthew. Fantastic. Thanks so much, guys.